Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Uh, I'm a little bit frail today. Uh, just had a few drinks last night. And today we're going to jump into our thoughts and comments for the card. I'm here alongside uh, JJ. And I didn't get home till about 6am. So the card started at 8am. Uh, so I have only just tuned in from the main card onwards. But luckily for me, JJ... Uh, he tuned in, so I was just going to quickly get uh, some quick thoughts on what he saw. Uh, first up was Carlos Hernandez and Victor Altamirano. I had my money on Altamirano, but Carlos Hernandez got it done uh, by decision. Yeah, so yeah, I was up, I was watching. There was, um, well, I, I listened to your previews, so I was quite intrigued as to, you know, I thought there would be some good value to bet on, but also some decent fights. So, yeah, I saw the Altamirano versus Hernandez. I was actually on Hernandez. Um, pretty even overall. They were both Dana White contender series, if I yeah, believe correctly. Yeah, last season. Yeah. So it was pretty even, um, but in I might have been a little bit biased, but I pretty much saw it as... Hernandez had all three rounds. It w- went to a split decision, I believe. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah. True, that's, they both earned their contract by a split decision. Yeah, interesting. There so. you go. So, um, yeah, Altamirano had a very interesting style where he was moving around a lot, doing lots of strange movements. Um, but Hernandez was definitely more proactive, so I thought that was probably the right decision. Um, yeah, he, got, he scored a few takedowns too, and that... He won the first two rounds and then he pretty much sealed it, I think. Um, but there was there was a few moments where Altamirano did show signs of life, but not enough. Not enough, I'd say. Yeah, no, I woke up, I was like, damn, thanks, thanks, Victor. Nah, it was something <laughs> yeah. I did worry about uh, watching tape of him that uh, that could happen. Uh, and then after that was the welterweight fight. I had Ramiz Brahmaj by submission. That was how... He got it done. It says here, round one, two minutes and two seconds in by submission. Yeah, so this one I had eyed up based on your preview because I thought Michael Gilmore looked like a real chance of possibly losing. So, um, yeah, I literally came back in the room probably a minute in and then about a minute later he was already – he had already had control, like he was already swarming him. Um, And then, yeah, it was just like a minute of basically him – choking uh Ramiz choking Gilmore out so uh yeah pretty convincing that's probably almost like a performance of the night I want to say sure. um, from what I've seen so far just how clean it was that's uh, the thing, yeah. all 10 of Rahamaj's wins have been by submission which is interesting so yeah that one definitely looked like that was mm. like yeah not that Gilmore per se was like destined to lose but just kind of like yeah from everything yeah you know I have seen like yeah definitely looked like it was gonna head that way, especially because Gilmore uh, has been submitted as well, like the two fights before this. So I think he got mm. TKO'd by Andre Petrosky, but submissions are kind of like Gilmore's weakness, uh, and the Rummers is his greatest strength. So that did make 
yeah. a uh, ton of sense. And then up yeah, next from, was uh, a decision win, which so I had two method of victories correct in a row. I had Martinez by decision over Alejandro Perez. Mm. Yeah, this one um, was an interesting fight. Uh, Martinez has was like longer. He was taller, had a longer reach. So he basically was just like keeping Perez out of his range with kicks. And just kind of, he basically just threw this high, like left leg kick, basically through the first two rounds, pretty much, and just kept Perez at a distance. And Perez was trying decently hard to kind of come in and punch, um, but yeah, Martinez's kicks were quite heavy, so they were actually he had already had a bit of the sting taken out of him. Like Martinez had already taken a bit of the sting out of Perez, so. But Perez gave it a shot um, for sure and, and landed a few like when he came in. But it was just – it was a quite strategical fight I think by Martinez. It was, it was like definitely an idea to, you know – or they knew the strengths of Perez like if he got in within striking distance. So they were just like, all right, just keep him out. And then I think in the last round they it was a bit more like they had a bit of back and forth. But um, yeah, Pr- uh, pretty – Convincing is probably not the right word, but like a well thought out kind of game plan with that one, I think. True. So yeah, Martinez with the win. That was an interesting one. Damn, I would have enjoyed some of these fights. Uh, yeah, that ten. one wasn't a blockbuster, but it True. was it was cool to see like, you know, it's like when someone's just, it's like when you play like a fighting game and you just use one move the whole time. Yeah. It was a little bit like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> but like in real life, whatever, like that's makes sense. Like just keep him out of his range. Don't allow the possibility. Because I believe you said that Perez had quite a few knockouts. So, I think so. Yeah, from memory, I think he predominantly has won by uh, knockout. I'll just I'll check that out right now. So yeah, mm. Perez. Yeah, nine knockout wins. Uh, also six submissions and seven decisions, but nine knockouts. So definitely not a guy that you really want to stand and bang with uh, if you mm. can avoid it, or mm. unless you know for sure that you're going to be better than him. Yeah, uh, so that, I avoided Betty on that one because I think what you'd said made me go, ooh, maybe this Perez guy could knock him out, but I hadn't seen any tapes, so I didn't know how distinct kind of the reach advantage was. So that was interesting, that one. And then after that was uh, Terence McKinney submitting Faris Ziam. I had McKinney by knockout, mm. but uh, yeah, he got it done by submission. Yeah, like, this very one. early, didn't he? Yeah, this one was extremely exciting. This Terence McKinney guy is definitely. One to watch, like really one to watch. Like, um, I think I did say as well in my preview that he would be up for either fight of the night or performance of the night, which yeah. it looks like maybe definitely. Uh, yes, yeah, that was even better than the yeah, yeah, that was even better than the Brymage one. The Brymage was just like clear cut. This was like explosive. Um, yeah, he just came out of the gate. They traded for like one second, then um, McKinney fell to the ground. And then he just scrambled so quickly to get control on top of ZM. And then basically he just had him in like a choke for about a minute. Um, and it didn't look like a deadly choke. The commentators were like, oh, it doesn't look super bad. But then just the way he was cranking his neck or whatever, just he tapped out basically straight away. And yeah, it went for two minutes, but it was very, it was quick. It like felt really quick. And this McKinney guy is very exciting and, and very an interesting character, like very humble, but very like, he was like in his interviews, like, yep, yeah, I'm going to be going for a title shot next year. Like, so he seems very confident. Uh, yeah, very confident yeah, in his he abilities. very confident. I've got him on Instagram. Uh, and definitely that was one thing that stood out to me. It was like his confidence in himself and like ability 
to promote himself. And he obviously, you know, he can he knows something because he's coming off that five-second knockout win. Uh, and then this fight was scheduled to take place on a different date. Then they rescheduled it. Uh, and he's come out and got the submission win. So, yeah, Terrence McKinney, definitely one to watch. This was the fight in the prelims that I was definitely most excited for. So it's good to hear that it lived up uh, to the hype. Yeah, dev, uh, big statement for McKinney. And um, he wasn't. He was the underdog too, which uh, so I'm not sure if he'll be the underdog too much longer. But f- from the betting side, definitely keep an eye on this guy because he's very exciting. Definitely. No, it's good to know because he. I already kind of had those thoughts about him before this fight that I was going to keep an eye on on him. So for mm. him to come out and get a win like that, uh, that's very very encouraging. Yeah, that that would be the performance of the night actually so far. So. Yeah, that was very exciting. Um, and then, yeah, the the ladies then squared up Nunez versus Pasquale. Yeah, I had uh, Nunez by knockout in that woman's featherweight one. It's just here, decision. Damn. Yeah, I think I think your thought was correct. Um, Nunez just like basically just swings. That's all she does. She just goes <laughs> fucking ham. She just like goes hard, just swings because she's quite small and short. Um, so I think she was actually fighting a weight class up because Pasquale was like quite a bit uh, yeah, like, it says featherweight. So I think originally I thought it was supposed to be a bantamweight, but I believe so. Yeah, I maybe saw it, someone missed weight, or I saw it changed. I believe I thought it was something different to featherweight than it was featherweight this morning. So I think it was because Pasquale weighed in probably a bit heavier. She was uh, like yeah. Pasquale actually did did all right. She like weathered quite a lot, um, and but Nunez just yeah connected with quite a few, and although Pasquale like survived. It was less like pretty, pretty dominant. There was a few takedowns from Pasquale actually, but she was like injured, like she was gassed basically, because she just she had like a huge bruise under her eye and all this sort of stuff. So by the third round, it was less like Pasquale was like throwing like you know little soft punches, like she couldn't throw basically, yeah, she couldn't no. do anything. So True. she was just too gassed. So um, yeah, Nunez is pretty exciting though. She just there's just like one speed and it's just like attack. <laughs> It's yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it's surprised she didn't get the knockout, but I guess Ramona, if she was like significantly bigger, uh, then yeah, that definitely... good, good chin, good chin in on her. Like she definitely copped a bit. So yeah, it says here uh, Nunez got two knockdowns over Pascal in that fight. Yeah, she connected. Yeah, definitely a couple of times. Kept definitely a couple of big hits that. Um, yeah, and she stumbled on those, but it, those big hits they never look like critical. Yeah. It wasn't like the head snapping hits, but I think that's maybe just because maybe the ladies don't have quite as much power. But there were, they were solid hits. But, you know, props to Pasquale. She survived and maybe something to one to watch in to, as into someone who has, like, could survive in yeah, future. Durable, yeah, durable. Yeah, durable. That's probably the word I'm looking for. So, yeah. And then in the featured prelim, uh, another guy who has, like, a lot of hype behind him was Ignacio Bahamondes. Coming off his one of his the knockouts of the year last year, uh, he defeated Rong Zhu. The, mm. It always confuses me the names. They always put the last name first. I'm like, Fuck. Zhu Rong Rong Zhu. Um, he had pink hair today. That is one off-topic thing, which was quite interesting. Oh uh, yeah, no, I did see a photo. <laughs> very him, uh, very pink hair. Up, yeah, Unfortunately, it didn't spark him to attack much. Um, it says it sparked him to a round three submission loss. Yeah, so basically Bar Mondes was a little bit similar to Martinez. 
of Martinez, like was keeping him at range because Bahamondas was quite like long, quite lengthy. Yeah. And somewhat similar is, is Rong. Rong couldn't quite get into the, you know, his in close enough. A little bit better than that Perez fight. Like Perez was like well zoned out, zoning zone, I guess is the term I use. Like he was well zoned out. But Rong was like able to trade a little bit, but Bahamondas was kind of, he won the first round and then he kind of like, then Rong came, Zurong uh, came out of the second round a little bit more, a little bit more, um, you know, proactiveness because he obviously knew he lost the first round but still couldn't quite get in range and then the third round basically ah what happened i think Mondes like landed a few shots and then rocked him and then just basically got him on the ground and swarmed him i can't remember exactly so i apologize for that oh, but gee. but my my impression generally was yeah Bahamondes just like it was a well-fought fight. Like he kept him at range when needs be and then attacked when necessary and saw the opportunity and just went for the submission. So, um, but, you know, wrong in the third round, he lit up a bit more. Like there was, a, there was a thought in the third round. I'm like, mm, maybe, you know, and even the second round, was it like, mm, has he done enough? But they would, they flashed the stats and by Mondes. That's right. Okay. They were, he was counterattacking a lot. So in the second round, Rong was trying to come in more because he knew he lost the first round. And then Bayamondas just kept kind of doing like counter punches with his range. Yeah, and that's right. And then, then he'd won the second round because he kept landing so many counter punches. And then by the third round, like Rong stepped it up a little bit more, but then he kind of um, got caught in the submission. So, yeah. And onto the main card. Uh, we were kind of just setting up as you arrived, and I was face down in bed and like <laughs> roll my ass out. Yeah. I can get the uh, TV set up. Um, Armin Petrosian in the main card opener getting, I believe it was a split decision victory. I sort of tuned in. It was in the final minute of the fight. I had Rodriguez winning by knockout and Petrosian got it done uh, by split decision. Did you see much of that fight? I think we were kind nah, of setting out. For, yeah, we fortunately, not, I missed fortunately. that one. I just caught the end where they went for, they raised Petrosian's hand. Um, so we'd have to go back and look at that. But I, I caught the second one. The second one uh, was good. Armin Sirikian and Joel Alvarez. Yeah, so they traded uh, briefly at the start and then um, Armin got, uh, you got, chopped him with the leg. Like he got a good leg kick in, stumbled, and then he had top control. And then he was just basically top control for about two minutes. And then he landed a nasty elbow to, his, to the bridge of Alvarez's nose. And uh, it was literally like gushing blood. It was like, it was pretty gnarly. Like it was one of those, it was like, are they going to stop just because of the blood? Like, um, and then, yeah, he survived that round. Uh, he survived that round. And then, um, shit, what happened in the second round? Totally blanked. I think he was just peppering him from memory. What I saw, he was on top and just peppering him with shots. Uh, and Alvarez couldn't really intelligently defend himself because his face was just covered in blood, so he was doing a really good job not to get finished, but mm. uh, it was just going to be an uphill battle for Joel Alvarez. I mean, ended up just continuing to like rain down punches. Was it decision in the end, or was it? Uh, it was knockout. It was knockout. Yeah. So yeah, the ref ended up calling it because uh, Alvarez just couldn't intelligently defend himself. Uh, God, yeah, totally blanked he, he would on have that. Take, he would have taken a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, I just remember the blood. Going. Yeah, pretty much blood. it was over pretty much then. But he did survive for a while, did Alvarez. So, 
you know, good on him for that. But now we're up to um, Gion Kin versus Cachuera. Uh, Priscilla Cachuera, yes. Should be an interesting one. Uh, we're in the first round at the moment for this one. I have Ji-Yun Kim by decision. And head-to-head, I've gone really decent. Like most, I've got most of the fights right. Uh, but my methods of victory need a bit of work. So hopefully Ji-Yun Kim can get it done here. But Priscilla Cachuera is very decent. She just landed a takedown there as well. So potentially Priscilla Cachuera is up at the end of the first round and she just got left hanging. So, uh, <laughs> that yeah. was great. That was great Put to watch without uh, sound. Out for the... <laughs> she had a hand out for the, you know, good round and just I don't think Ji-Yun Kim even saw, so yeah. it wasn't even like a, 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 a bad mouthing thing. So bad man's thing. So um, I guess we'll check in after this. Yeah. 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 Just come out in this third round consistently just swinging for the fences, trying to end her opponent's night. The big hits too. Just with the elbow as well. She's just loading up with vicious intent. Only 25 seconds to go, but yeah, wow. Kim has been rocked by some of these shots. Cachoeira looks really good. She, if she'd come out like this from the start of the fight, mm. my God, but I guess you don't want to tire yourself out. And it is a good sign, like the energy that she has still in the final 10 seconds of the fight. But if Kim survives here, she should get the win. I think she will survive. Yeah, oh, yeah. she does. Yeah, wow. I think Kim gets good, that. Good battle. First two rounds. That was that was a really, really great last round. That exceeded yeah. my expectations. Oh. Far out. The graphic. So we're both Very, yeah. Just like the faces, fucking bleeding. That, that, she was loading up for the elbow catcher air and she landed it and it burst Kim's face open. That was pretty awesome. She landed a number of times. Yeah, Kim, really durable, I guess. Like she got hit fucking hard a few times there Woo, uh, exciting I really, yeah i liked that from cachoeira to be down and not fuck around at all like, yeah that really is not not give up on it yeah, um she didn't she looked definitely at a few stages there like she was gonna end the fight yeah there was, yeah there was a moment there it was like those elbows if she landed probably a couple more flush it could have been all over but We'll see what he probably will still go decision to Kim though, so that's good. I'd for you. say so. Yeah, I think she's won the first two rounds, so that's a good. Hopefully, I can get my methods of victory back on track leading into the co-main event and main event. We're watching closely enough, but we thought that Kim had won the first couple of rounds, and I thought she was ahead in the striking when I had a look at the stats. Uh, there was, it was a bit slower in the first two rounds, so it was like I wasn't paying as much attention. Mm. Uh, I was just in the process of ordering a pizza, which is maybe why I missed it because my stomach is starting uh, to mm. rumble. So I just am feeling very hungry. Uh, and maybe that is why I missed a couple of things there. Uh, definitely, I thought Kim was going to win and she did not. She well, definitely well, did not. Well, we can have a review of it, but we did tune in very closely to the last round because it was just going absolutely Crazy. I'm, I'm happy for Cachoeira to get the win there based on even just that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was really interesting. I didn't realize that yep. she was, I guess, on top and then coming out and fighting like that. So that's mm. even more awesome than... Uh, yeah. We'll have to look back on that one. But, um, yeah, interesting, interesting. She's very happy too. She's uh, saying a lot. Yeah. She's taking a moment, which, yeah. Good on her. Yeah, definitely. And, and she's got a purple belt, which we'll have to 
We'll figure out what brown. Yeah. It goes like something brown, black. I think. I think it's purple, brown, black. I, I, I believe I'm a green belt. <laughs> I uh, believe I, I have get, a belt in yeah. my wardrobe. <laughs> I got my green belt in like 2001 when I was five years old. Oh, uh, you so, actually are. You actually are. Yeah, and now. 21 years later, I'm still a green belt. So I could have been a fucking black belt by now. But unfortunately, uh, karate, I wasn't really. I did karate and yeah, I just. I, it wasn't what I thought. I was like five years old. I was like, self defense. I want to like karate chop people's fucking heads and shit. Sure. And they're like, this isn't it. And I was like, oh, true. Maybe that's why I like MMA so much. I guess that's more closer to karate chopping someone in the fucking true, head. True, true. Uh, there's some karate dudes in the MMA, but not not as many. Uh, yeah, there's like Stephen uh, Wonderboy Thompson. I think oh, one of the good. guys has a karate style that was fighting earlier. Yeah, Maybe I didn't. Like Elton. We've got Wellington Terman. Damn, I still haven't ordered that pizza as well. I don't know what I've been doing in between. Uh, Wellington Terman, he's coming out now. He is from Brazil. He's going to be taking on... Misha Serkinov, who has recently moved down to 185 pounds, looking to use his size uh, to really outmuscle guys because that was one thing with Serkinov. He felt like he just was being kind of outsized and outmuscled at light heavyweight. So now he can try and have that effect dropping down. But, of course, you do have to cut that weight as well. I think Misha's like 34 years old now uh, and... It is a, a curious one because Misha, when he did drop to middleweight, he fought Christoph Jotko, who he's Polish, like I'm of Polish heritage. So like, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Christoph Jotko, but like not a hugely hard matchup comparatively to some of the names at middleweight, like some of the bigger names, I guess, which, uh, yeah, Jotko, it's just like it's, doesn't count for heaps. A win is a win, definitely. It keeps you moving. Except he lost. He lost. <laughs> so he didn't even win against Christoph Jotko. Uh, Serkinov lost and didn't look very good. I remember that co-main event. I think it was a co-main event, wherever it was, because I put money on Jotko and I won. I was really happy with Jotko's performance, but it was one where I was like, oh, fuck. One of those ones you look at and you're like, I feel like which way I go it's going to go the opposite way. This one's another really interesting one. Wellington Terman uh, came to the UFC at 22 years old, nicknamed the Prodigy. So obviously like high hopes for him. And he did show plenty of potential coming through the ranks. But now since finding himself in the UFC, there have been a couple of results. I'm just going to quickly pull up Google because the fight is escaping me right now. But uh, there was one really... Really pretty brutal loss for Terman. I think it was Bruno Silva, who's a fighter that I really like. He's got a mad matchup next up against Alex Pereira. Uh, but Wellington Terman, so yeah. Oh, it wasn't the Bruno Silva one. Oh, was it? The 4.45. So yeah, he got knocked out in the first round by Bruno Silva. But I mean, Bruno Silva's been murking people. But he's also been knocked out in the first round by Andrew Sanchez. So Terman knocked out a couple of times in the first round and then he bounced back and got a decision win over Sam Alvey, who uh, you already kind of know mm-hmm. where I'm at. Uh, with that, that's another one of like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. 
with the greatest respect to Sam Elve, one of the, the legends of the UFC, like he's fought an incredible amount and seems like a great guy and a great teacher as well uh, who passes on a lot of his knowledge. But Sam Elve at this point, 33 wins, 17 losses. Like a lot of people have beaten him and I can't remember the last... Let me check when the last time Sam Elve won a fight. And this is considering that he has had a high level of activity. His last result that wasn't a loss for Sam Elve was a draw. Uh, and let me see. Yeah, not for a while. Uh, Sam Elve, his last win was June 2018. So, And he's fought a couple of times each year since then, so... Uh, mad respect to Sam Elvey, but yeah, like for term, and that's not one that I'm like, okay, now this kid is like starting to figure it out after a couple of round one knockouts. Uh, but Serkinov should be really interesting. I've gone, oh shit, I need to put my bet on because the odds are juicy as for this one. Uh, I'm going on $8.50. Oh, have they, oh what, it's $3.50 now. Oh, that's so lame. Well, that's coming a lot. That's a lot. It was $8.50. A lot of people must have been getting on it. It for, was $8.50 uh, for Serkinov to Ser- win by a submission. Damn. Oh, okay. We've Damn. seen Serkinov before. That was the only thing I was going to ask. Well, when was that? And who did he won, I think? He fought Christoph Jocko last. I'll just quickly... Maybe that was what it was. Check. Uh, was that Jocko. in December? Um, October. October. But he lost. Uh, Serkinov... Um, might have been someone different. Serkinov, he hasn't won since 2019. Right. Yeah, I can't uh, remember. Uh, I just r- remember the name. Bad, uh, the odds cannot bad. be... S- be $8.50. I was like, oh, I need to bet on this ASAP. And yeah, wow. So was, was the, were um, they more evenly matched? never been submitted. So Okay. No one's ever submitted Terman, but I think my kind of theory and what I guess a lot of people now are also thinking... Uh, was that Serkinov should have like that size advantage, or he does have the size advantage, and if he can kind of hold Terman down and really just like wrestle the fuck out of him, uh, I think with some like ground and pound, a, a, an opportunity could present itself for Serkinov to lock up that submission win. But uh, not as huge on the three dollar fifty odds as it was the eight dollars fifty because Terman has never been submitted, so it was like that perfect cross of great value, but. The price tag was too good. Everyone, everyone was um, jumping on that one. So we're everyone, kicking off this yeah. fight, kicking off this fight now in the first round and within the first minute. Uh, it looks like that was Terman who took Serkinov down. So Terman, with the control early in this fight, will uh, oh Terman with the takedown. He's on the back of Serkinov, but Serkinov doing really well to kind of not not be on the ground for too long. So there's four minutes left in the first round. We'll check back up uh, at the end of the round and give our thoughts and comments. So, yes, we are indeed watching, but all of a sudden, after Serkinov probably had the first round, Wellington Terman uh, reverses the position. Serkinov had him on the ground, then Terman, in a matter of a second... Got a rapid armbar and so Sir- enough tap immediately. As yeah, well. like as soon as it was in, he was tapping. Yeah, we didn't even we looked away for one second and then it was over. So yeah, yeah. those ones are those ones are nasty. I would never like to have my arm 
Yeah. Oh, his arm looks still. He's kind of moving that left arm as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's his right arm. I think I think it was. The, I think it might have been the right, but yeah. unpleasant. Um, good for Terman though. Yeah, that, very good. That's a more. But that's a bigger than name. Alve win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a better like a stoppage finish. The armbar submission. Mm. But it was pretty kind of even and up to that point. In fact, even Serkinov probably had the slight advantage. I like the look of his coach too. His coach looks like oh, a mm. big horse, this fella. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Terman is training at Glover Teixeira's Teixeira MMA uh, alongside Alex Pereira, who is also starting to make some waves. So Terman's working with some of the best, definitely. And uh, Glover, Glover Teixeira is the light heavyweight champion at the moment. So there's plenty of experience and knowledge that he can pass on. Uh, and I guess we're seeing the fruits of that. Terman already is a submission artist himself, uh, but now working alongside someone like Teixeira, you just get a little bit extra information. And that was really on Serkinov. He That one went down to the mat and Serkinov had top position. Uh, started Went to go for the punch, like tried to just throw the punch and got his arm caught. And of course, Glover Teixeira is here, um, just nodding away. <laughs> I see him watching on for the for the interview. But yeah, it was it. You know, that's one. It was like you could have them fight again, and maybe Serkinov could get it. But yeah, perhaps a technical error um, there with the jujitsu. I want to say. And that's the thing. Yeah, wins a win as well. So it's like uh, you just got to win however you can, and that was really good. Like fluidity, uh, just how quickly he got that in. As soon mm. as Serkinov, it seemed like he knew when to strike too. Like mm. he waited for Serkinov to throw that strike and then he was like so ready. Like Yeah, he pounced that on that reaction. Arm. Yeah. yeah, that was that was nice. So it'd be interesting to see in the next fight whether he keeps improving. Yeah. Will he be ranked? No, 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 he won't be ranked uh, yet. But the middleweight division definitely has like openings to push for the rankings. So it's going to be really interesting who they match make him with next. Uh, maybe another submission guy or maybe a striker. He has struggled against the strikers. So that maybe will get Dana White thinking like uh, maybe I'll put him up against like a striker because he has been knocked out a couple of times in the first round. But against like Bruno Silva is dope. I rate him highly. He's won me like more than a couple of bets recently. So... Really a huge fan of Bruno Silva. And Bruno Silva is actually going to be fighting Terman's team mate, uh, Alex Pereira, next. And that is one of the, like, bangers. One of the, like, ones that aren't in a main event. Unless mm. I think it's a fight night, so maybe co-main event or something. But that is one of the fights I'm most looking forward to. Uh, Pereira, the only man to have ever knocked out Israel Adesanya. Mm. Kickboxing legend coming over to the MMA Scene and he won his UFC debut very impressive fashion. If you remember, mm. he uh, I think it was like a knee, knee to the head. I say, if you remember, and then I struggle, yeah, to remember myself. But it was an emphatic victory for Pereira. And honestly, once the Bruno Silva one came out, I was like, wow, that I, I don't know if I could pick a better matchup, um, mm. to put both of those guys in. So that is going to be a lot of fun. And Terman now in the middleweight division, he's going to start making moves as well. So that those are the kind of names, some big matchups throughout the division potentially for him. I don't think he'd face Pereira because they're teammates. Mm. Uh, but huge win, co-main event slot too. So Wellington Terman moving up in the world. Misha Serkinov 
continues to lose, just bad form. Uh, nothing he could like, not trying to say that as a bad thing, but he's just not been in great form. He hasn't won for a couple of years now. Lost to Jotko at middleweight, lost to Termin at middleweight. He wasn't really seeing any success at light heavyweight. But every one of um, Sirkinov's UFC victories have been stoppage finishes. So he's capable and he looked at times there like he had that intent. But now definitely question marks on Misha Sirkinov coming off quite a few losses now. Mm. Yeah, he definitely was in the fight, but it was almost like a... A blunder, yeah. The, yeah, that, that caused that easy, easy, easy win. I guess you call it. So we'll really. see what happens to Serkinov, I suppose. And that leaves us with the Musashi Energy uh, main event, not sponsored, but we just JJ got some because they always play the ads. And yeah. look, like Robert Whitaker, the cartoon, he's literally on fire. Has huge muscles. Uh, we're in. We're like yeah. done. How could I not How, yeah. give into that advertising? Like um, next may have to be for a pay per view. Maybe Monster. Yeah, uh, the Monster Energy Girls. I don't, don't even like Monster. I really don't like the taste. I no, prefer no, no, other no, no, energy no. drinks. Yeah, it's got a quite distinct, um, almost like toothpaste mm. type taste. But <laughs> when the Monster Girls or the Ring Girls. Yes, I always. Then I want Monster. I, I always I say that. I, I said that this morning. Actually, I was like, damn, I want some Monster. And lo and behold, I'm drinking, well, Musashi. Musashi but, yeah. you Monster, go. you know, Monster and Tostitos. But that leads us to our main event, Bobby Green, Islam, Markashev. You've got a particular bet on for this one as well, I believe. I do, and this is based on, uh, you know, I don't always trust the preview content from, from the UFC itself, but a lot of it can be quite interesting, and they were talking about how for Makachev to really put a stamp on this fight because Green took it at short notice um, would be to win convincingly by submission in the first round. So I'm going to go along with the theory of if that's the game plan from the fighter, then that's a good kind of way to think about the bet. So I've gone for Makachev submission in round one at a juicy $3.90 plummeting from $4.50 not really plummeting but that's quite a it's quite a move that's a move that's, that's a, definitely a move it's significant um so I saw it at $4.40 maybe it was and then it's already come down to three ninety. uh only a small stake but you know that's a, that's pretty juicy I think that's pretty juicy um but I could also see based on what I've seen from um Green and what you said in your podcast that if he survives the first round or he could counter punch or something like that. So definitely the striking. That is one thing with Markashev. That is, if I could pick a thing where it's like this is an aspect that would make him the total package is the striking, and he's definitely working on it. Uh, and obviously, when you're that good at grappling and like submissions, uh, you don't always need to strike. But someone like Bobby Green is going to come and be trying to punch him in the face. I think we're going to definitely just see Islam wrestle the hell out of him. So this could be a really good bet from you. Yeah. Uh, but Green is very durable. I can see him getting through the first round. It is a five-round fight, so sometimes they try to pace themselves a little bit more. But Markashev did get the round one submission over Dan Hooker last time out. And Bobby Green is fresh off, just a couple of weeks removed from making me some money on that decision win over Nasrat Hagparast. And, yeah, this should be a really fun fight. Bobby Green, very deserving of the main event. And an interesting kind of question will be, if Islam does submit him in the first round, 
Uh, obviously, Justin Gaethje should be next for a shot at the belt. But if Islam has a decisive victory and a very quick one, then does he jump up and then be the challenger after Gaethje? And then again, if he wins so quickly, though, do they just try and back him up against Benil Dariush? I do think they'll go back to that fight. They have time on the clock because Justin Gaethje... There's there's time while Gaethje and Oliveira, that kind of fight eventuates and takes place. Uh, so I think Islam versus Benil Dariush, most likely they'll run that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is interesting, what if Bobby Green wins? Then all of a sudden the whole division is uh, shaken up. But Bobby Green unranked, a win here would definitely get him ranked, like over the number four ranked lightweight. That would be... That would be massive, surely. Like in the pre-content, the there were you know it showed the the gym with Namagomedov and all that because he's his coach, which I didn't even know until today. But um, the basic thing was Makashev sees it as like his duty to fucking win, like take over could be you know yeah would take the title. That basically, seems to be yeah how they've set it up. Like even from Khabib's side and what I've heard, like. Mm. Apparently, before Khabib's dad passed away, like he mm. was, a, it was like Islam was like a son to him as well, and that mm. was. It seems like that's been the natural progression, and I kind of had a thought. It's like when Khabib retired, he obviously said that like his dad not being around anymore was the major reason, uh, and there were other things as well. But maybe he also knew like Islam. Not that he didn't want to fight like Islam. It wasn't a thing of like, oh, Islam's coming because he would have taught him heaps but like definitely maybe he was just thinking you know my time's up and this kid is ready like maybe he saw that exactly that that like islam is ready to make it his duty to keep winning and like keep that legacy going Mm. and so yes namagomedov stepping aside to let islam shine and this is going to be a mad fun fight i'm excited we'll tune in for the first round I'm going to quickly order this burger. I've been so slack. I'd bur- I'd, no I'd pizza. Change. No, the pizza looked a bit small. Yeah, you don't want... You need a big feed. You know? Yeah, I'm in for a big feed today. I feel shy. But yeah, well, the Masashi made me feel better. Yeah, no, I thought it, it's... it's I did, pre-workout's actually quite good for hangovers because it's got like some B vitamins and shit. But back to the fight. We're not sponsored yet. <clears throat> no, we're not sponsored. It, it was. I actually didn't mind the flavor as well. Yeah, Musashi sponsor us. We can be in your ads. I <laughs> can be like, drink Musashi. I got. You can I look like these guys. I've already grown like two abs in the time that I drank. You know the drink. So it, it works. It works. I feel much more confident. Definitely <laughs> after I, drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll. And I tend to agree with this being a terrible position for Green. Good position for my bet, though. Round one submission. I went just the normal submission, but yeah, round one. Mm. This this will be big from you. Oh, you got the... Yeah, submission in general is actually good because if he doesn't quite get it this round... I think, yeah, the submission odds weren't nearly as juicy, though, as the round one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's very specific, the round one. But he's got top control now. See if he keeps working. He's got his arm wrapped around the neck of uh, Green as well. Green's okay. He's kind of got out of that position now, but it's a still two minutes is a long time. Yeah. And when you consider that Khabib Nurmagomedov is in the corner giving advice as well, 
uh, from these positions. Yeah, Green oh. finds himself in some real trouble now. Yeah, he almost had the arm Is there. Did Brandon Mark Pound. Could be a TKO. Right Could be a TKO. I won't be unhappy because the intent is excellent. Here we go. Here we go. I reckon he might try to lock the submission up. Could be submission or could just go to this could be TKO could blast right him. He's blasting him. He's not him. defending himself. That's it. It's over. Oh, the TKO. I'm very lucky for my bet. Very impressive, though. Yeah, very impressive. damn. It's a shame for you, but definitely the intent was there the first round. And something I highlighted as a weakness of his was the... Not a weakness, but something that to improve on was his striking. And I think... I guess he's he's gone for the TKO there when he could have tried to wrap up the submission. And he has shown a bit of that intent to say, I'm building upon my already like amazing foundation with grappling and submissions. And if he starts figuring out the striking as well, like, mm, mm. wow, that was very impressive. Of course, Bobby Green took that fight on very short notice. A lot of respect between both men, yeah. A lot, a lot of hugging today, a lot of hugging, a lot yeah. of good vibes, which is nice. I mean, I, I kind of prefer them to be a bit more like I hate you, but... Yeah, they went the no glove touch, which I liked. And yeah, yeah. Bobby Green, just kind of a, I respect that a lot more because it's like, yeah, you just beat me easily. Mm. Well, not Yeah, easily, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It was pretty- and it's just like fair play. Obviously, Bobby Green, he was like way, not overweight, like fat, but he was well over the lightweight limit. Right. Uh, and he, he likes to get stuck into his food. He said he was eating some sushi uh, when he got the call. Obviously, a lot of other guys would have got this call first. Mm. The guys in the lightweight top 10, no one wanted the fight. Bobby Green took it. Doesn't lose any stock, I don't think, really, with that loss. And no, I don't think it takes away from him. Yeah. I think it was... The embrace it, after as well was, yeah, just kind of like a fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah no, you, you are, are. You are pretty yeah, damn you're good. You are really fucking good, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I said before as well, like, it's, this wouldn't take anything away from, from Green. I, I'll probably actually... He'd probably get some juicy odds, you know, yeah. maybe in future. I'm not sure. And definitely, yeah, like I think if anything, his stocks have risen for even, for even going for this it. fight. Yeah. And yeah, I'd say he probably survived about what was expected, <laughs> would you say? If yeah, he got to the second uh, round, that would have been... I, I would think he could have got to the second round. But yeah, like Markashev now, guys like Dan Hooker as well, he finished in mm. the first round and that's starting to get scary. Of course, the Saeed Namagomedov as well had that 49-second uh, knockout, mm-hmm. I think it was. Or it was submission, maybe. He submitted Cody Stamen and came out to staying alive. So they're starting now. They're yeah. starting to come out and just fucking finish it. Oh, yes, the, the other Namagomedov. Are they related? Uh, I do believe. There's, there's Some a few. Sort of, there's a few getting There's around. a few Namagomedovs. There's a few Namagomedovs. JJ Namagomedov. <laughs> yeah. And Namakachev, who's looking extremely well... Yeah, ten he, fight win streak, twenty two and one now. He he, they he wants that belt. He's it's his duty, um, according to all the pre content, um, and what you were saying. I don't know if we said that on the mic about um, them being like family with um, Khabib and his dad and that whole storyline. So, wow, Makachev, what a beast! What a beast indeed. What a piece. Oh, man. Like, yeah. Could he be better than Khabib? I guess that will eventually be a question. Yeah, that'll definitely become a narrative. And now, yeah, he is right in line for that lightweight title shot. Gaethje probably gets the next one. So maybe they run Dariush and Markashev. They go for that one. 
but man, Makashev, I think just if the timing was different and Gaethje kind of wasn't in that position of the number one ranking, then then like Makashev would probably now everyone would be like, oh damn, he's next for the title shot like right now. Mm. But I think Gaethje deserves the next title shot. Uh, and then Islam, it's there's not much more he has to do. I think just Benil Dariush and Makashev, they've got time, so they probably will go to that. Mm. And he got that finished so quickly. So maybe as soon as Dariush is right, they just try to run that back one back as quickly as possible. And then from there, the, the lightweight contender, you know, is mm. born. But, yeah, good on Bobby Green. Like, uh, nothing but respect. I... if. Honestly, if I got the call, Dana White called me. He's like, "Hey, you want to fight Islam Makashev?" Like, Fuck no! Fuck <laughs> yeah, no! No yeah, it's way. like pretty much like going into like it's, no way. What your death. To for that? <laughs> and like, yeah, you can get embarrassed. Bobby Green handled that like a champ. Like he's not embarrassed. That wasn't embarrassing. Yeah. But it's like you can get embarrassed when you take a fight on short notice yeah. against anyone, let alone like Islam Makashev. And uh, yeah, the the fellas. There's a lot of guys. And an old lady. Oh, that's the old lady. I don't know if you remember. She had like some sign. It was like, uh, Khabib, please stop for photo. <laughs> and they, they always get her to like events and shit. And oh, that's sweet. We do. Oh, love... no, she, she loves uh, Khabib and Islam. So she's always there when right. they fights. Yeah, some of the Dagestani funny. crew in the crowd. So. crew, yeah, the Dagestani crew. I was going to say there's no females, but then there was one old lady. There's only yeah. there's only three female females in Dagestan. I'm told. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's complete bullshit. But excellent performance from Makachev. And uh, you got anything else to say? Uh, I'm just taking in that uh, Dagestan comment. <laughs> that, yeah. I don't know where that came from. Other than that, the Musashi. Yeah, I'm blaming it on the Musashi. I would definitely say I give Musashi a rap because when things don't sponsor us, we, that's good because we can just be like, this fucking sucks. But the Musashi. <laughs> Definitely got my hangover. I was feeling shite. I feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel more confident. I feel stronger. Mm. I feel f- focused. Abs forming as we speak. Yeah. According, well, you know, if the ad is true, which I believe. I'm you know, pretty all, sure it's true. All advertising is Before true. Before we know it, we are literally going to be on fire. <laughs> not in a figurative sense. I hope so. And if not, we will take necessary steps to be on fire. But yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for, for this one. Uh, yeah, sorry. And yeah, this whole time I it, I haven't been able to still order the food. I've been a complete mess, distracted, thinking some fights are going one way and they <laughs> go another way. But that was a good, good fun fight card from what I saw. Thank you for watching the prelims. No, good. No, good. It was, was good to it was good to see how your picks went. Would they? You think you went pretty well? Head to head, I went decent. Methods of victory, pretty were good okay. too. You can't expect to get every one of those, but I think you got like maybe head to head four or five out of, t- of ten of the methods, maybe three at least. On the main card, I was only one. I only got two from five head to head. But I've been going quite well in the prelims is one thing mm. uh, I've noticed. So I didn't have Altamirano to win against Carlos Hernandez, but mm. then I had Brahmash to win by submission. He won... That, against Michael Gilmore. That uh, was a good one. That was that was the most juicy one I, I felt on, your, on her whole predictions in terms so of like, this is definitely going to happen. Head to head on the prelims, there was one, two, three, four, five, five correct, one wrong. So five from six. 
Nice. On the prelims. And I did have a feeling that maybe Alta Murano... That's funny that it went to split decision because that was kind of the narrative that both of them earned their contract by split decision in their fights on the contender series. And then mm. to come out and like another one is really interesting. So that, that one's probably worth rewatching more to just make sure what you think about Alta Murano. That's what I would say. But Rogue, Rogue from points, but they like paid me out and then they unpaid me out. Because obviously <laughs> submission in round one was incorrect. But for a moment there, I had extra money. That was pretty funny. You should have bet it. I was like from millisecond and yeah. as the page refresh. But yeah. I'm happy with the thought behind that bet. Next time Definitely. I'll just go round one. Round one stop a Just round like, one. It was more likely that he was going to go for submission. And mm. Actually, and he could have. He, he did go yeah. for a couple of tries. So Yeah. But not not too unhappy. It was only only $4 at stake, so we uh we'll be out of eight, you know. So we're good. We're eating good tonight. We're eating musashi only. Yeah, we're drinking tonight. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh pretty much it. You got everything? Uh no, that is basically it. Not just a sports report, UFC Fight Night 202 thoughts and comments and I'm pretty sure we got the pay-per-view next weekend, so there may be mm. some thoughts and comments for that. Yeah, that'll be exciting. That should be fun. I will not drink. Uh, I, I will be there from the early prelims. I Each time usually, and it, I kind of like it anyway, convene a little bit well, it, later while the card's already started, but still in the morning, our time. Uh, but I think for the pay-per-view, I'll get up for the early prelims.